Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Table and Well podcast. Well, today, guys, you're going to be hearing part two of Intro to Maturity, where we will be discussing the last three stages of relational maturity. So those stages would be the adult stage, the parent stage, and the elder stage. I really encourage you guys to listen today and maybe take some notes because I promise you, you're going to hear some things that you've never heard before. For instance, Did you know that at age 13, your children become adults? (laughs) I can hear some of your wheels spinning out there going, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You don't know my 13-year-old. Do you know my 13-year-old? Because my 13-year-old is not an adult. Well, actually, guys, historically, culturally, throughout the world, biblically, and even scientifically and biology-wise, our children become adults at age 13. And we're going to talk about that and what happens in their body and what our role is as parents in starting to raise our young adults. Um, so I really encourage you to listen to that. You know, my favorite stage is actually the elder stage. Uh, there's just so much gold in our elders. And I really feel that's one of the areas in our world and society and even in the church where we lack is just really strong, mature elders. And we miss what they bring to the table. And really, you know, our goal My goal, honestly, is to be a strong elder in my community. So one thing that I failed to mention at the beginning of episode one that I want to make mention of right now is that these episodes, these podcasts that you're listening to were actually recorded live on Facebook during our Wednesday morning workshops. So these are things that people that we have been working with for a while have heard. Um, And if you have and you've been part of our collabs, which we'll talk about those in future episodes, then it's a good review for you. It's a good way for you just to kind of get the bite sized pieces of what we've what we've been talking about walking through relational maturity. And for those of you that have not been involved in our collabs or aren't familiar with Table and Well and who we are, it's a good way for you, again, in bite-sized pieces, to hear our heart and to hear who we are. So let's go ahead and listen to part two of the intro to maturity. As a child grows, they grow from being super self-centered. Remember how we talked yep. about how they're super self-centered to start being other-centered. Yes, that, for that going from that me to we. Yeah, so, so this is kind of a fun question because we're about to talk about Adults. Notice yes. it jumps from child to adult. Yep. And notice that it goes up to the age of twelve for a child. Yep. So what is adult starts at thirteen. Oh. Hmm. Well here That's scary. I would I would argue that here in America we'd say it starts at I don't know twenty six. Twenty seven. <laughs> um but it's actually not true. No, because you should have learned everything and you should have accomplished all the skills that you needed between the time the between the day you were born and the time you turn 13 to begin to function as an adult. Yes. Because the primary role of an adult is that I can take care of multiple people at one time. Yes, myself and someone else. It's yes. actually just two people. primarily two, two people. people. Yep. Um, and so the interesting thing is that your brain is capable of yes. doing this. So this mm-hmm. is another major brain stage change yeah. is that the Lord designed it to where he suddenly begins to give you the ability to do this, but it goes a little bit haywire, especially yeah. in our teenage 
our modern day Those, American yes. teenager yep. because some of the skills are missing in maturity yeah. and there's so much adulthood accessible yeah. without the requirement of relationship. Yes. And also what happens too at that age is that, um, like Janelle said, there's your brain actually brain science wise, it actually destabilizes and you know, and, it, and, and your thought process switches. So now it goes from again, being taking care of myself being the most important thing to taking care of my community or the people around me are more important than, and if, as you people know, like teenagers, their friends are way more important than you parents. Uh-huh. Uh, Susie, you're not going to be allowed to go to that party. But mom, all my friends. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so... So that group identity is so important, but that's actually a brain skill that they're learning where they stop focusing as much on themselves mm -hmm. and they begin to focus on... Yeah where they fit in the bigger picture, yeah. taking care of themselves and other people. And it's, and it's yeah. our job as the community and parents to help guide them through that. Cause no, we're not, we're, we're still teaching, but now it becomes more of a guiding and partnering with them because now they're adults. So when they're kids, you tell them what to do when they become adults. It, it's that thing of, okay, how can we do this together and partner with you as a teenager to help you walk this out, to become a parent. Right. Yeah, because the next that's the next stage, right? Yep. So also at this time, your brain actually loses the ability to quiet and mm. regulate yep. and fully control its impulses. Surprise, so, surprise. So those of you with teenagers at home, this is a real thing. Yes. Um, so those emotions begin to rise and they don't fully have the ability anymore to quiet. And that's why, again, the community is so important at this stage that your, your 13-year-olds having... And 15 and 16, 17 year olds having really solid friends who help bring them yeah. back down. Because unfortunately, again, we're, we're talking now adult. So they're rising. Yeah. They're not your little anymore. Yep. And so they're starting to look outside of themselves to figure out who in the world they are. Yes. And when their emotions and their brain is not functioning in the way it was, they really need people to say, no, 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 no. no. It's okay, Susie, this is who you are. And if they can get that from a really healthy peer, yeah. that's going to be something that they'll receive much yeah. more easily. And we know that. We, we all know that. It's like when we tell our kids something, they it goes in one ear and out the other. But their friend says it or their friend's mom says it, then they're like, oh. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. yeah Susie's yeah, mom Susie told, just me, told me that. Like, told me something, something, something. And you're like, we've been saying I, that for 10 years. <laughs> So what, what, that's so a real thing. It's a real parents. thing, guys. It's a real um, thing. But I want to, to, before we transition into the parent stage, we've talked a lot about teenager because at the beginning, that's that's yeah. reality, right? Yep. But but what we're actually talking about is adults. Yes. So that's in, Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So we're not talking about teenagers who are squirrely all over the place. Right. This, the, the teenager parts that we've just kind of joked about shouldn't be the entire length of the adult years. Yeah. Yes, you kind of lose your mind there in the beginning of a part of this, but really the journey should be that I am daily yeah. beginning to learn how to take care of myself mm -hmm. and take care of others. And yeah. mature adults really can be um, and are looking for fully satisfied yeah, relationships. Yes. So they're looking for mutually satisfying relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, teenagers, as they're transitioning out of a of childhood mm -hmm. into adulthood tend to still have some of those flares of, of I'm still more important. I'm still important in this relationship. Yeah. As you grow into adulthood, you should be able to say, I am important. Yep. We're not going to let that part go. But so are you. But so are you. Yeah. And I'm going to make, I see that you have needs and wants and I'm going to make sure those get met 
and I'm at the same time going to make sure my needs and wants get met in this relationship yes. the best we can do. And, mm -hmm. and as we all know, in a relationship with anybody, that's, that's a constant dance, yeah. but, um, but it's an important skill to practice, especially at this stage when there's no children. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother, yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk more about it. Yeah. But I do want to read this because I think this is really important. It says adults know how to remain stable in difficult situations and can return self and others to joy. People who cannot do this will either avoid, escape, or get stuck in certain emotions, crippling many of their endeavors and relationships. Uh, you will rarely, if ever, see a mature adult turn to addictive behaviors to cope with their stress. Yeah. Mature adults, uh, as you said in that very first sentence, is that they, they have the ability to handle something hard. Remember, we learned as a child how to do things. hard things, yeah. right? So this isn't something we're supposed to be learning mm -hmm. in adulthood. Yeah. This is something we're supposed to be continuing to practice, but we should have not mastered the skill, but gotten yeah. pretty good at the skill in mm -hmm. childhood. So now as an adult, I know how to do hard things. Now not only do I, knew, do I know how to do hard things, but I also know how to return to joy after doing those hard things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a very natural rhythm for me that I'm practicing at this yeah. point. Another great thing about maturity is that um, the maturity also can be looked at this way. It's your ability to do hard things or the ability to handle things or the weight that can be put on you mm -hmm. the older you get. So right. the older you become or the more mature you are, the more weight you can handle. Right. The harder things the harder. you can do. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can do the hard, harder and harder <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. And I'm learning how to do hard things for me and you yes. at this stage. At the same time. Yeah. So I just want to circle back real quick because I don't want it to be missed that when an adult is struggling in maturity, mm -hmm. um, addictions typically do rise. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. because, and that could look like a variety of addictions. Um, There's so many different options for us these days. But it looks like I'm trying to find a way to self-soothe the hard things that I'm not able to do. Yes. So uh, typically, if I can do hard things and figure out how to recover from that, and I've got a community that says, gosh, that was a really hard thing, yeah. but you're not alone, then, yeah. then I can recover and I don't have a need to go find something else to fill that. Yeah. Because, again, that's that mutually satisfying My relationship. relationship. Mm -hmm. So the primary task to be completed in adulthood is taking care of two people simultaneously. The primary resulting problem in adulthood and in adulthood, wow, adulthood, <laughs> if it's not completed, is the lack of the capacity to be able to be in a mutually satisfying relationships. Got wow, that? that? That was rough. That'll be in print. That'll be in print somewhere. Mm. <laughs> so, Ooh. all right. So, Parent stage. Yep, two more. So two hang more. on, guys. We have two more. Yep. So parents become parents at the birth of their first child until their youngest child becomes an adult. So what's the age of an adult? adult? Thirteen. Thirteen. So, oh, <laughs> very countercultural. Yes, it is. American counterculture. Don't feel bad about that. Yeah. We're just we've been taught something very different, but actually we're designed to be able to make adult make decisions. Yeah. Make turns. Yeah. So. Um, so when you become a parent, you're no longer looking to take care of yourself and others equally like an adult would. Parents are looking to give away something that can't be given back. Yep. Parents are so full of the life skills and maturity that they've learned up until this point that they joyfully desire to offer to give it to the next generation. Yeah. Now, boy, this sounds a little bit utopic, doesn't it? Because yeah. we all, when we decided to be <laughs> parents, thought, I have so much that I have stored up for you child i don't think i don't maybe that's I, not fair joke but that was not our case no 
Um, <laughs> it was, we were a little surprised. Yeah, we were. Our, our trade was a little surprised. Yes. So, <laughs> so if this was not something that we intentionally entered into, but could you guys imagine yeah. if this was something that your teenager was learning is that, or your young adult was learning that, Hey, your time right now as an adult is actually to prepare, to yeah. store up all the resources you yep. can store up to give it away to the next generation. Cause that's yeah. actually the next life call you have. It yeah. really isn't about your next job or what you're going to do as a no. career. I think we get lost in that. We do. It's like your actual whole purpose for this next stage of life is to sow into the next generation. And, and, and not only just sow into them, but you give sacrificially. Mm -hmm. So that's a key piece. Even yeah. if it costs you everything, mm -hmm. you just have, you want to give it because there's, there's nothing that would bring you more joy than seeing the next generation pass you. Yeah. And go past you. Yeah. And yeah. we know about that sacrificial giving, right? That's mm -hmm. where parenthood is really tested and grown yep. is in the middle of the night when you yeah. are exhausted and your kid, your little baby has uh, been crying all day and you have to pull things from nowhere to continue to give when that child has nothing to give back and you have nothing else that you feel like you can even give. Yeah. That's a lot of where that parent maturity is born is that I can now not worry about what I want, but take care of you first. Yeah. And I want to, I want to pause here for one second because I want to, I want to say something that's also really, really important that can get lost in this. Um, biologically being a parent doesn't automatically put you in the parenting maturity. Um, but singles, can be parents as well. Mm -hmm. They can be in okay. that same um, maturity level of a parent because what happens is you have, you know, you think of um, a young man who is in his 20s and he's mentoring a 12 year old mm -hmm. and he's giving of himself sacrificially because he wants to, um, he loves this kid. He wants to see him grow beyond right. himself and be so better. So maybe he's giving up time with his friends. He might yes. be giving up money that he could be spending in other ways to sow into this kid. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's, a, you might see aunts and uncles doing this. Yeah. Uh, they're sacrificing something they want and need to, again, sow what they have into the next generation. This is why mentorship is so important because it really is a continued practice skill. Um, so one of the other things too that we talked about uh, in that whole sacrificial giving is that even though you might feel exhausted and overwhelmed at times, you're still able to appreciate and not begrudge your sacrifice. So that yeah. is one way of testing if um, if it, just even <laughs> your maturity in this, right? Yeah, where are you at? Like, I'm sacrificing, but I'm, I hate it. It's when you can actually give joyfully that that's a test of your maturity. Because yeah. we talked about this in the beginning, but maturity is tested not just in your ability to complete the skill. Yes. Or to do the thing. Yeah. It's to do it joyfully. Yes. That's the that's the catch. That's, that's the, catch. the key that yes. that is that is a it's sign missing. of true maturity. Yep. Not just doing it, but doing it with joy. Yeah. Um, so it it is vitally important for parents to learn how to protect, serve, and enjoy their families. Um, for all members to be fulfilled, balancing all three requires community support and elder guidance. And we'll get to the elders mm -hmm. in a moment. And that's there. Elders are huge. They are huge. And it's one of those things that's been really missing in the community for far too long. And we'll talk a lot about their importance. Yeah. Um, so let's make sure we have time to do that. One thing, too, to know is that uh, 
mature mature parents know that they're aware that they can't actually provide everything that their kid needs so they're looking in the community for other people to provide what they can't provide for their children yeah because kids aren't meant you know what was the old saying about kids in a village or whatever um Okay. Yeah, you lose me. So kids, uh, it takes a village to raise a child, right? And it was one of those cheesy sayings that people felt different ways about, but it actually, um, mature adults, uh, mature parents should be looking for other people to sow into their kids. I can't tell you how important this was for my kids in their teenage years, especially, and how grateful I am for the people who could be another set of of parents to my kids yeah. especially at that time we really didn't have it until the kids were teenagers no we didn't but there was many times that i had different adults that i was able that i knew were mentoring my kids and i could share things with them that were safe and i knew my child would hear from them in a different way than they would hear from me Absolutely. and i totally respected them um and knew that they were gonna help walk alongside me and help me steward my kids yeah and I'm so grateful for them. Yeah, so Very grateful. grateful. Sorry, we were running out of power. Hmm. I have to go plug in the... Okay, welcome, welcome back. I'm back. Thank you. Um, so, real quick. So, the primary task to be completed as a parent is to sacrificially taking care of children. And the primary uh, resulting problem um, as an adult, if not completed, is distant, conflicted family relationships. Yeah, there's you just you're missing the connection. Yeah. Together, because again, I haven't learned how to take care of my needs and your needs at the same time, and I haven't been able to sacrifice sacrificially really give good. without being really angry about it. And so I kind yeah. of resent you a little bit because of all that I've had to give up for you. Yeah. And um, so that's yeah. where those struggles begin. All right, guys. All right. So here's the big stage. Yes. Um, this is one of the stages that I don't know just turned on so many light bulbs for us. And looking at who's here today, um, I think I think you're, this is going to relate. And we honestly went on a journey to find elders in our lives. Yeah. Like we went on a search because we looked everywhere and could not find them mm -hmm. naturally. But even looking at the list of people that we have connection with today, I was really surprised by how many people that do belong in this stage uh -huh. but aren't necessarily functioning here. Yes. And so, um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So. So an elder begins when your youngest child becomes an adult. So 13. 13. <laughs> so and that and you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, but what happens is you're doing between zero and twelve, you're doing training. You're training. You're training. You're training. Train up a child in the way they should go. When they're old, they won't depart. You're training. You're training. And then when they turn thirteen, that's when the partnership happens because now they're adults because you've taught them what they need to learn to be. To, to make to take care of themselves take care of themselves and to begin to take care of others right. along with themselves and so what that does for you as a as the parent you move into the elder stage because now you have been freed up to be able to look outside of your own home right and begin to raise other people up where they are and pull them up to the next level of maturity now again I'm, that doesn't mean you neglect the kids in your home right no. by any means whatsoever but it's a different relationship now. You're partnering with them, and now you're partnering with the other people. Now you've got more capacity, right? Your capacity to be able should shift mm -hmm. to reach out outside of your home, outside of your local community, and help bring others up to the next level of maturity. Right. So once you reach elder maturity, you're really supposed to be looking mm -hmm. at your community and figuring out who needs to be parented. Yeah. So you've done your job as as a parent. You've mm -hmm. now raised your kid to adulthood, um, and obviously, again. 
13 probably sounds like, mm, that, that's not going to happen. Okay, so let's even use the American 18, yeah, 21. Absolutely. Um, I'd be grateful if we had elders that had young adults and were ready to yeah. jump into this, but began looking around at their community and saying, okay, who didn't get infant maturity? <laughs> who didn't get childhood maturity? Right. Who can we go back? And walk this through with. Because remember, mm -hmm. in order to grow in maturity, you need community. Yes. Right? Well, it doesn't... What is community if all the community is busy... Right. Like, taking care of themselves, right? Stuck in these little stages. That's where the elders get to come and show up and bring their capacity, yep. their life skill, mm -hmm. their maturity. And yes. again, And their remember, joy. And their joy. Yeah. Key piece, right? Because yeah. we've done all these tough stages... With joy. With We've joy. learned how to do them with yep. joy. So when you're having well, a really... hang on. Oh. Let's, I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's, we keep saying with joy. Right. We haven't explained what joy is. Yes. So let's do that really fast because <laughs> you keep saying that. But joy is the experience and knowing that someone is glad to be with you. Right. That's so good. Yeah. No matter who you are, what you've done. As Again, like with the infants, like they're learning that I'm loved just because I'm breathing. And so what that does is... They know that someone's glad to be with them. They have, mm -hmm. They're having joy because someone's glad to be with them right. because I'm here. Right. And so that's how come it's so important at that age there to begin to instill that into right. our infants. Yeah. So and we when can we talk about having joy, say, at the parent stage in those sacrificial days of you might be driving me crazy, but, but I'm still really glad to be with you. Yeah. And as an elder, if I can mm -hmm. show up to you and say i'm just really glad to be with you yeah even when you're acting like an infant and you're supposed to be an adult or even when you're acting like a child and you're supposed to be an adult that actually gives and empowers our entire community yeah, it does so as elders you are parents at large to the community and its identity so you're the one that's saying this is who we are this is how we live this is what's important to us this is the kind of child infant parent, adult that we're going to be in this community. Mm -hmm. So you're setting the standard and you're helping raise individuals to the standards. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that elders are what we call a free agent of joy. I think that's awesome. You guys all know like the old grandmas and the, and the granddads that walk around and they're like, you are so beautiful. You are so handsome. You are so talented, but they don't know you from Adam. Right. Yeah. But yeah, those little old ladies that give you that big old squeeze. And two dollars. And two dollars. <laughs> okay, I'll take the two dollars. But, but yeah. they are. They're free agents of yeah. joy, right? Because they don't, they've already walked through all the stages. So mm -hmm. they don't need anything from you. They've yeah. learned how to receive. Yep. They've learned how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. They've learned how to take care of themselves and someone else at the same time. Yep. They've learned how to give and love sacrificially. Yes. Yep. With joy. With joy. And so now. How amazing is that? Just to give it away. To give it away. Just to give it away. And teach, not only give it away, but teach others how to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and they're the joy wild card. I mean, this is what makes a joyful community. Um, so one thing, though, we're, we're down to just a few minutes. So we're going to kind of button this up. Um, we could talk on this and all if day. you guys have any questions, please go ahead and put those in there as well. If we can get to them, we will. If not, we will we'll answer them when we put out the notes. Yep. So um, one thing that's really important is that elders actually need recognition yes. from their community yep. 
to be able to be the elders for their community. So mm -hmm. we really believe that there's a lot of people who have reached this stage, um, but are unrecognized. They're not being honored in the way that they could be or should be, which I've, um, well, I'm not going to date this by making comments about our current life situation or world situation, yeah. but um, it's important that we invite them into relationship with us and invite them into feedback into our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, our culture has not honored elders well. Um, grandma or the retired man, uh, even in society, the whole goal is like, I'm going to go off to my retirement and basically cut myself off from society and we're right. missing them desperately. Yeah. So if you know an elder in your life, I just encourage you to reach out to them, even just to let them know that they're loved and that they're seen and just how valuable that they are. Yeah. Um, another thing with the elders too, I think because of the, because of the stage of life that, that they are in is that true elders value all community members and see them as God sees them. Mm -hmm. They're looking past their flaws and the facades to see the person um, that they have been designed to be. Yeah. So it's looking past all the stuff that's out there and you can really, as an elder, begin to speak into that, um, to who God created them to be. Yeah, for sure. And true elders can also handle criticism and rejection. They can speak the truth in love even when it's not easy or popular. That's why they're such a gift to the community. Um, they can serve without being appreciated. They can encourage the needed growth and change. They can delight in younger people's skill and power and place what's best for the community over their own personal fairness and preference. Yeah, and I think another awesome part about this too, if you think about it, the true elders aren't necessarily the leaders of the community. Uh, like... Do you mean like direct leaders? Yeah, I mean like yeah, direct leaders. Like they're not they're not the ones that are moving and shaking and doing all the right. things. Um, it's the it's the parents and the adults that are actually doing it. Even if you look in the society today, it's always the it's the adults that mm -hmm. are the people in the adult state that are going the charges going for going forth, uh, yeah. making, making the causes the and yeah. all those things. It's not the elders, but but the elders um, are the ones that are the backbone of that community of the change that's being made they should be the ones that are they're supporting them they're cheering them on and making sure that those people who are in leadership have the maturity that they need exactly. to be able to lead really well exactly yeah yep so the primary task to be completed by an elder is sacrificially taking care of the community and the primary resulting problem um, in an adult is that the overall maturity of the community declines and yeah. i think we see this you see we that. see the fruit it, of you it see it absolutely so all right guys we have four minutes. Four minutes. Three minutes. Yes. Okay. So now you know all about, from a 50,000 50, foot view, about maturity. So how how do we grow in maturity? We don't want to leave you guys hanging, <laughs> okay? But we yeah. have three minutes. Are we so, ready? So really fast. So the first thing, so you may have been listening to this and you're like, man, uh, that didn't happen for me. Um, oh snap, I didn't do that with my kids. Oh, I don't understand. There's like all these different things. It's okay. Yeah. Maturity never ends. Yep. Always opportunity. Always to opportunity grow. to grow. And so that, but you've actually done the first thing and that's identifying the holes. Right. Identifying yeah. the maturity gaps that are there. Yep. And then I would say the second big key thing is practicing in multi-generational community. Absolutely. So, uh, just like infants need their community to help them and adults need their community, you need it on all sides, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't be an adult and have a mutual relationship if there's no adult to have a, a mutual, mutual relationship, relationship with. with. You can't be a parent if there's no child to sacrificially give yes. to. You can't 
be an elder if there's no one to sow down into and so on and so forth. You can't really be a kid if you don't have a parent. Right. And so multi-generational community is so, so, so important, yeah. especially healthy, mature yes. uh, community.